0: Because the only way to, to fight back against the cruel reality of this world is to basically give it the middle finger by continuing to live, despite the irrationality of it. And,
1: one, and we're live! Hello! Welcome to the Meaning of Life podcast. There we go. Uh, with me here today is Rob, my good friend Rob. Can you tell us a bit on who you are and what you do, man?
0: Right. What's up? Uh, My name is Robert Gentualco. I am a graduate of uh, Communication Arts. Uh, I have uh, currently running a Tagalog fan the page of anime and and other animation uh, run by myself. I'm a one man crew there. I am also a freelance actor, uh, uh, voice actor, and writer at times too. And so, uh, yeah that's pretty much all about me
1: yeah tell us something a bit more about your fan dubbing your uh page
0: oh uh right i um it's my dream to become a voice actor of english and tagalog and, you know, I, I, the dream is really north america but i like to find some work here because i think tagalog is a very very beautiful language and i mm. think that we are lucky to have our own because there are some countries out there that do not have their own language so i'm i'm kind of trying i'm trying i made that page to show people that you know language nothing it's not um it's not something to be ashamed of and contrary to uh to belief that of dubs suck they don't they can be good and i think i have proven that time and time again with my content and yeah i I like i like to continue doing it for a while now
1: What's your perspective on the very popular SpongeBob Filipino fa- fan dubs? A eh, Filipino dubs.
0: Filipino. Oh my God. You know, uh, I've only seen like a handful of episodes. And sa so I think they're pretty good. I think they're... Really? They, uh, I think they're pretty good. I yeah. mean, the voice actors themselves, they really nailed... Like, I believe them. Like, when, when Patrick... Especially Patrick. I think Patrick is the best voice out of everyone. Mm. But, you know, there are... You, what what you have with the original cast is that they have unique, they have idiolects, they have unique voices mm-hmm. and what the voice dubbers are trying to do in our language is that they're trying to mimic those as best they can and it's easier said than done. So for the most part, I think they did a good job of being able to play these characters uh, that uh, make them close enough to, this, to the original uh, without sacrificing too much. Because I'm pretty sure if someone tried to copy Tom Kenny or or uh, I forgot uh, Clancy Brown who voiced Mr. Krabs, I think you would mm-hmm. wreck your voice. Even, I, even if I try yeah. to copy SpongeBob or, any, or Tom Kenny or any of those other guys, I would probably wreck my voice because that voice is unique to them. So for, I think the Tagalog Dubs' SpongeBob are pretty good for what they are.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of wrecking your voice, um, one particular voice actor that I think really wrecks his voice on the regular is Justin Roiland.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not even sure if he... I don't know what, he, I don't know what he's doing, really.
1: Um, he, switches
0: from, from, he switches from Rick and uh, Morty, right? Morty, yeah. Yeah, he switches from both, yeah. I, it's think, insane. He, I think he does... Uh, he, there, there are health practices that you do in the voice industry. I'm pretty sure he does them or he's been told to do them because um, a lot of the time when you're, when you're uh, recording multiple characters for a single uh, production, Mm. Uh, you don't record the characters on the same day. You record one character on a certain day and the next on the other, unless you're willing to do that kind of stuff. But why would you? Because that's really taxing on you physically. Yeah. And uh, it, it exhausts you, really. And I'm, I think there. I think I saw an interview once when Justin Roiland was asked like, if he does both at the same time. He said he does sometimes. And it's, it's easy for him to do it because I think he's used to it by now.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: he's kind of like um, Seth MacFarlane who does a lot of the voices from... Family Guy, yeah, right. I think I think he knows what he's doing well enough.
1: Yeah. Have you ever like wrecked your voice, um, you personally, like in oh, in the time. dubs you do a lot, a, lo- a lot of times. Time. Time.
0: How do you this like handle it. It, it? Which we well, for, first off, you do, I'm doing it wrong. But when okay. I first started out, I, I when I first started out doing these dubs, I didn't have the page yet. I did it for fun, and I mm. I did um as you know I did Jojo's bizarre adventure and the or ora or as yung pinakasikat na part of JoJo. I tried doing that the first time. And I thought, okay, it's okay. My voice isn't straining. And then I did it the second time. You have to do multiple takes, and I'm, I do multiple takes a lot. Mm-hmm. By like the fifth or sixth take, my voice my voice started sounding like this. Oh no! And uh, I knew I had to stop. I was then I looked at I had to stop. And then, you know, the, the, what I did, I'm satisfied with what I did, but I read online that as much as possible, if you're gonna choose a character to voice, you have to make sure you can sustain it for at least four hours. It takes me about an hour or less to record my line because I'm recording short, short stuff yeah. only. But if you if you can't sustain that kind of voice type, like
1: four trying, hours if, though, if I'm trying to speak like this the entire time, you can do it well now. But there's
0: a there comes a point in time in the recording where your voice quality declines because mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. exhausted. You don't want yeah. that, and I think I did that too many times when I was first starting out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all, actually, you mentioned it. No, um, of all the things, of all the the things you will voice, why why do you choose like JoJo? Um. Uh,
0: well, firstly, I think uh, there's no Tagalog dub of it. That's the thing. I first, the yeah. first thing I thought of was there's no Tagalog dub of it. And well, there's I, very few. Kind of, there's
1: very few anime which have Tagalog dub, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, the popular ones do. Like Naruto, mm. One Piece has yeah. one, I think. Dragon Ball Z definitely has one. I think mm-hmm. Bleach has one, too. The popular ones usually do, are the ones that get uh, dubbed first. But then I saw Jojo's The Adventure, and it has a significantly large following here in the Philippines. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, why It's such a waste of opportunity. You know, I think people yeah. will flock to this as, as soon as you dub it. And I figured, okay, you know what, I'll do it myself. It was like a Thanos moment, you know, like fine, I'll do it. So.
1: <laughs> just and, and I did. Yeah. Yeah. Then <laughs> How was <is> it? How <laughs> was <laughs> the how was the reception? How was the how was the um, yeah well, feedback?
0: The I realized something I learned now, but I didn't realize back then was um, there are char- there are going to be characters that I cannot voice. Mm-hmm. And that has a lot to do with uh, character type. You know the thing about typecasting is it's not inherently a bad thing. In fact mm. it helps you if you weaponize it right. Well but weaponize it, it strong, but that's the word I've used. I mean, uh, you see guys like hmm. Let us we were talking about him the other day. Let's let's go with a guy like Kit, Kit Harrington. With okay. Like Kit Harrington. <laughs> okay. Um he has a character type, that's for sure. A broody, uh strong male, uh soft spoken type. You know, like he he uh He's he's not he's not very charismatic per se. He's not like a, he's not like a, I will I will lead this crew into battle. He's not like Captain America mm. or something. He's a lot more soft spoken.
1: He's so a simp version I mean. of Captain America.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a simp version. <laughs> that's basically his character. He in Disha, if you're gonna mo- if they're gonna make a movie with a mm. character uh, that is completely different from the characters he's used to doing. Uh, he has a slim. You, he can audition for that role, like he's let's say a Captain America audition game up. If you had to choose between, um, say, a guy, like, yeah, well, let's go with Chris Evans for now, Chris Evans, or um, or Kit Harrington. They're both uh, they're both decent actors, you know. They're they're um, they're they're okay with what they do, but by the looks of it, with the character of Captain America, who would you choose more, right? Uh, they both look handsome. They're both strong looking but how, yeah. do they, how do they carry their characters is a lot different from each other and it's the same with voice you know I, my vo- I am mm. a tenor so I definitely cannot voice voices that are super low like th- from baritone to bass I cannot well my, my, my mistake with uh, the, my first Tagalog dub of Jojo was that Jotaro Kujo's voice is definitely a bass I did my best to copy the other character's voice Kira's voice and that was well received are decently received. They, people, were, people liked my portrayal of Kira. Yeah. They absolutely trashed my portrayal of Jotaro because <laughs> it sounded like I was whispering. Like, I'm so airy. I, I make H sounds. But like, uh, I think I
1: said
0: a, a line, something like, mm. If you hear that, like, my voice kind of drowns out because I'm using yeah. so much energy to make it low, I'm losing my breath and when you lose your breath in the recording you can hear that you can absolutely hear that and i had no choice but to do, i didn't notice it before but i had no choice but to put it in the recording and then i only realized afterwards after the comments started showing up they were like hey you're, mm. can you guys recast jota they don't know they don't know as far as they could as far as they knew
1: it was a production
0: voices. yeah as far as they yeah. knew they didn't know it was one guy doing the editing the splicing and everything so they were like hey, i saw this was one comment that said "He <laughs> is so good but can you find a better Jotaro? I'm like, okay, I was like, I, was, oh, no. I didn't say anything, but yeah, it was. It, it goes to show. Okay, there are characters that I cannot voice.
1: But yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, it it also goes to show how 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 wide your dub went to get these fans or these people actually these these fans of the show who have never who aren't your friends who've never heard of you, and. They get exposed to this. It's probably the first time they've ever seen at the Gallagh dub of JoJo. Probably one of yeah, their favorite probably, animes. Probably, yeah. yeah. There
0: are probably, probably a bunch who have done it before, but I don't uh-huh. know if I'm the first. But I, I, I'm proud of what I did at the very least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you got to take joy in, like, mm. I mean, even if I'm not the 1st or I'm not the best. I really take joy in doing this stuff. Even the, the, my first ones are were half, half decent. <laughs> I, I, I take pride in them, you know. When, when you know when yeah, it's your baby, course. like when you first make something, it's your baby. Like, I'm proud of this. I like this. Mm-hmm. I want to do more. So I'm do- I'm on my like. I think I'm on my eighth video, or ninth video after mm-hmm. two years, three years. Yeah, it, it, it's, do it's you plan
1: lot. on dubbing other shows?
0: I have been. I'm trying to dub. Have you seen Attack on Titan?
1: I have. Yeah. First season though. Yeah, have
0: seen first season. Okay. I've, I'm dub- yeah. I don't want to spoil. But I'm, I'm. Um. I'm dubbing Irwin's Charge. You don't know the context, but uh, for everyone who's gonna listen, I'm dubbing uh, Captain er- I- Commander Irwin's charge from season three, and uh, I'm actually doing it uh, earlier today before you- before we started this call. And, uh, mm. Yeah, it's a. I- I'm I'm planning to branch out. I I started watching Demon Slayer. I don't know if you've seen
1: that. How do you like um, it? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's,
0: it's okay. I mean, it's, it's I a- think it a- was overrated. I-
1: it's okay. It, yeah, yeah. It's a typical shonen, actually. When I, it is a typical shonen.
0: Like, When it's I okay. watched it. I mean, mm-hmm. did you finish it? I haven't finished it. The first
1: it. season, pa lang. it's still not yet done. Eh. I haven't read oh, the you, manga. You muscled
0: through that. You muscled through
1: that. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, you, like, yeah. Did you genuinely
1: enjoy it? Did you muscle through it? It, uh, it kind of gets muddled down in the middle. But when you start getting invested in the characters. I mean, that, I think that's how all shonen... Thrive. It's with their cast of characters, and when you start getting invested, it it gets it get, it gets better through time. Yeah.
0: I'm just I'm just glad that uh, that what's it, Tanjiro isn't isn't OP at the start. I'm just <laughs> yeah, glad yeah. he doesn't have to. I'm just glad he has the has the grind through it. That's not yeah. I'm there's power
1: the scaling. There's like yeah, yeah, realistic sure. power scaling.
0: And you see that right? his his voice matches mine. I can mm. probably voice him. So when I posted on my pages, do I, should I watch Demon Slayer? And all my followers are like, yeah, you should watch it. We want a, we want a Demon Slayer job, Gantu. We want a Demon Slayer. Okay. And I thought to myself, do I really want to start on a new show just because I want uh, more content? And I debated with myself, you know what? I'm going to do it. <laughs> Screw it. Uh,
1: so let's do, do it. Waiting for that release. Waiting for that release. Anyhow. Um, getting to the meat of the podcast, um, I want to know what you think of the phrase. You know, you we were talking about um your passions, you know, voice acting, acting. Um, when we talk about, like, the meaning of life, what does it mean for you? Or what does the phrase mean for you?
0: Yeah, you know, uh, this is something that not a lot of people like to think about or talk about. Because it starts yeah. it starts torturing you at the back end, Like, oh, damn what's it, what's the meaning of life? Of I, don't know what, I don't know what the meaning of life is. Uh, for me, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I, I used to think that there was one thing that everyone in this and person, every single person is, uh, has something they were meant to do. They have this one passion that if you find it, you will be happy for the rest of your life and you're going to be spending the rest of your life focusing on that, honing it. And uh, I think and I thought that w- that's what made a good life. Yeah. And that's what meaning of life is that started to change when I when I went through college you know and I I I jumped I well I think we all go jumping from one desire to another like one dream to another and um, I used to think that uh, we had to choose one but then I realized you know what people have strengths and weaknesses and I think we shouldn't limit ourselves to just one Like, I feel like it's so narrow and caging to be able to to think that, oh, we all have one thing we're meant to do. I think people have strengths and weaknesses and we can choose to choose which one of those we can strengthen or hone. And, you know, you can hone a weakness for, and I'm talking skills here. I'm talking skills in particular. Yeah. Like, let's say, let's say you're not a people person and uh, Mm -hmm. you want to be able to hone that skill. And uh, But you have to know, oh, you, you, uh, as, you, as you're going through it, you learn if you can uh, be better at it. You, or you learn, you determine if you have a ceiling, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: a skill ceiling. I did not know I could voice act until, I, I, I mean, I didn't know I wanted to voice act until I was like, what, six, 16, 17? I didn't, I didn't know I wanted to be an actor when I was 13. Before that, I wanted to be a soldier. And that's a really? pretty hard jump yeah, yeah that's then, a um, big
1: a change in direction there to,
0: it is and i started to uh hone that skill over time I, I joined workshops and all that and i realized my the ceiling gets a bit higher for me than i had ever imagined but i also had uh, singing as a skill and um i found that that the ceiling for that is a bit higher so it turns out i can do do i can do these two things Although I'm good, at, I'm I'm probably better at one than the other. But the point is, I found out that okay, I can probably reach this high, but I can reach this one this high. But then we go to another facet of performing and dancing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I tried, and I I gotta tell you, but my ceiling is very low. <laughs> <dancing>. <laughs> I did not. I don't. How think so, I'm
1: man? A, how 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 do you how did you determine how low the ceiling was?
0: Um, you know, uh, the, the you can how quickly you learn things and how fast yeah. you grow from it. It takes me a lot longer, I realized, to learn how to dance properly than it did to learn, to, for me to hone my acting skills. Mm-hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with the realizing that, okay, these are my strengths. Dancing is probably my, my one of my weaknesses. And um, another weakness I have is visual drawing. I can't, I can't draw for anything. I can't draw to save my life. And I tried during this quarantine, that we're in, I tried to learn how to draw. And... Mm-hmm it gets to a point where you're just frustrated because damn, the ceiling is this low. Are you kidding me? But you really want to learn, right? There are yeah, people yeah. who really want to learn this stuff. There are people who really want to learn how to sing, how to act, but they don't have like the, they didn't have the jump start or the, 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 the natural ability to, Yeah, the natural ability to be able to reach a higher ceiling. But they can push that ceiling if they work for it. it though it takes a lot, of, a lot more time than, than you would have hoped. It takes, mm-hmm. it'll take, it probably if it takes you, I think my dad said this to me once, like even if it takes you 10 years to make a skill great, if you really want to learn that skill and if it's your passion, you will do whatever it takes as long, even if, despite the time. And by then, yeah. if, besides, even if it takes a lot of time, you won't have any regrets. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile for me, and then you learn about yourself that, okay, this is these my weakness. I'm not going to waste time on working on this weakness. Instead, I'm going to work on my strength to make that strength ceiling even higher than uh, mm. than you would ever thought before and i think a uh, I meaning i think for the most part it, it, well, it's, it's 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 a cliche but i'm basically trying to say that life is whatever meaning you give it i don't think uh, you can scream i think you can scream into the night into the night sky and then they won't answer you anything even if you ask and um, one of my uh, one of my favorite things about it is um uh we're not limited you know, we, we you can you can put value in your in your life in however you choose. No one is going to decide it for you, and the universe surely won't. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's that's what I like to believe in. That, uh, we make it ourselves.
1: So, what meaning have you made for yourself, man?
0: Uh, you know, I I think the, you can. I I have yet to find that out. I'm still. Um, I think you have to ask me again in 40 years, man. (laughs) Honestly. 40 years. You know, I'm not even, in something like that. You know, I think, I don't think I've experienced enough yet. Because I'm relatively, I'm still naive, I think.
1: Yeah. You know, I share the sentiment.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm still naive. There's still so much about life I don't know. I I don't even know how to, how to, how to, you know, start a business and all that. There are things that I don't know, skills that I don't know yet,
1: Mm -hmm. that I will
0: eventually have to learn and realize. Uh, On my own, and uh, life is part of that. You know, again, you learn your skills and you learn your weaknesses, and then you 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 make yourself out to be the best person, the best version of yourself that you think you can be, and it it, it's whatever value you put in it.
1: Yeah, you talk a lot about skills and weaknesses and strengths. How what's your advice to like people who are still trying to find what they're good at or what their skill is? Since you kind of you, you found your way through. Singing and voice acting and acting, but how about those people who don't know? What 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 do you say to them?
0: To, the, to those who don't know what they're what they're supposed to do? Um, yeah. First off, you gotta stop thinking that there's there's something you're meant to do. Uh, again, you you gotta there's more to there's more to one person than just one thing that they're supposed to be good at. And I think that's important because you're not caging yourself that way. That way, you're opening yourself up to a lot more uh, a lot more things. You know, and I I think the bottom line is if the determination is there with you. uh, If the the determination is there with you, I think that you would have to um, uh, focus on that instead. And uh, it'll carry you through like most of it. You know, if you really want to learn something, you'll do whatever it takes, even if it takes 10 years or, or more or less and. Yeah, it just don't just don't let don't let it get you down, I think. Uh, it, it's cliché, but you know, it's it, it actually yeah. works. You know, don't let it don't let, don't let it get you down. And uh, if it you know, if it brings you joy, uh then you've probably found something worth trying out, but don't but don't let it be the only thing. There's probably a, done, a dozen other things you'd probably like to do in yeah. your life.
1: How do you know you were good at something? Like what made you think, nah? OK, I can this singing thing, I can do this, or this voice acting thing, I can do this. Like what, what made you click? What, what, what okay, about that yeah, was like yeah. different? Uh, yeah.:
0: You know, I think I've said this before during our normal conversations, when I said mm-hmm. that. Um, if, you fi- if you can do something, if, you, if you're good at something, and you can tell yourself, "You know what, I can do this every day for the rest of my life for free." that means you're, you've you probably found something you're really good at, you know? Yeah. I think if you take joy in it and if, if you can do it without any pay, which is basically what I'm doing. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. getting paid for any of the stuff I do, but I still do it anyway. It, it, I love yeah.
1: it. I, I can't get enough of it. Yeah, 100% agree, man. Like, I can... For example, I'm, I'm an amateur writer, but even if I don't get paid for it, I still do it every day. I, I, I have no quarrels with it. I... I love when I produce something. Is that the same for yeah, you? Yeah. Like, whenever you make a new video, oh, make yeah. a new dub? Uh, yeah, but there's the, yeah, but there's also this frustration, man. Right? Like, you're, you're telling mm-hmm. yourself, you
0: know what? I should get paid. <laughs> I should get paid. There are choo, how many times choo, have you choo. said that to yourself? Like, you're choo, doing choo. something creative or you're doing some work and you're not getting paid. And you, you just whisper to yourself, you know what? I should be getting paid for this, but I'm not. I want to get paid for this, but I'm not. But... You know, I, I, the fact that you're still going through it anyway, without assurance of any kind of uh, any kind of gratification, you, know, mm.
1: you you might as well do it for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever faced like um, harsh criticism or pushback that made you doubt, made you like waver on your on your passions? Like, have you uh, have you experienced those? And oh yeah, how how do you like uh, how do you like handle with that? Since Acting and like oh what you do like singing, and performing, they're very public things that people see and people always comment on. So what, yeah, everyone's what do a you crit- handle? <laughs> How do you handle it?
0: Everyone's Everyone. a critic. Um, it's like um I remember this one time that made me doubt if singing was supposed to be my my calling. If 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 uh, being uh, if being a musical artist was my calling. Um it, it uh, I think uh at that time it was um it was 2018 i think i i just joined my org inner soul and -hmm. then um i auditioned there you go i remember now i was auditioning and then um they made it was like the second round and they made me i i had i prepared a song with a with an instrumental and i sang it and then the director of the of the of the group told me uh uh, sabi niya, yung tunay mo na bosses. and you know I couldn't answer him i I was shocked because I couldn't answer him uh, and for the because mo- he's right you know i for the longest time I did not have my own singing voice I would just do my best imitation of the original singer. Like I remember when i was perform, if I would perform like a Green Day song, I'd sound like Billy Joe Armstrong, and mm-hmm. that was subconscious too. Like I wasn't doing it on purpose. It's because, and then I learned eventually I learned, and how I g- how I got off that hurdle. Which by the way took me a while to come to terms with. Like, damn, you kind of beat yourself up over it. Like, damn, I'm not, a- yeah, I'm not a good singer. I'm I'm just a good copycat. That's it. I just have good ears, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I learned something about myself is that, I do have good ears, and that's a lot a big factor as to why I can voice act and sing because I can. Uh, you can hear I, I think I uh, yeah I can hear it I just have good ears it's like a natural thing to me it's it's a it's a unique sensory thing for me that I was born with it's a talent and um, yeah it, it made me have an identity crisis for the most part and it's funny because it wasn't even like a bad critique he didn't tell me you're shit he didn't say that mm-hmm. he, he said something he just he literally just said na and I couldn't sing anything he made me sing like eight songs that, that uh, in that one sitting there and he still couldn't find my real voice i couldn't find my real voice
1: did you uh, find it eventually
0: i eventually did i i'd like to think and um uh it's a, again it's a lot like character types too you fight you figure out along yeah. the way no matter how long it takes what you're honed into like i'm honed into i'm a tenor and i have rock vocals so that's what i need to stick with i need to let out the the how i sing uh, how I sing uh the the national anthem, well yeah, you can sing the national anthem, but don't sing it in rock vocals, you know. But that's my <laughs> real voice because you got jail. Uh, it's pro- man, you the go to national jail. anthem, yeah, the national anthem is probably one of the few things, uh, or any country. I mean, it's probably the only thing you can sing without copying anyone because you can't really associate mm-hmm. that song with a singer, but you can sing it like from yourself. So uh, that's probably that probably lets out the best. Version, Have you the heard version of you?
1: Uh, Fergie's rendition of the American national anthem.
0: I did not want to, but I heard how it <laughs> <that> went. <laughs> I did not want to. Is it as oh, yeah. bad as I as I was told?
1: It is pretty bad. You should watch it after. Like, uh, oh. you won't you won't regret it though. You'd be amused. Oh, it's it's not God. the bad that you'd get tortured. It's the bad that it's it's pretty funny. Bad. It's pretty funny. Bad.
0: Right. 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 I. I yeah. I hope not to cringe. It's one of those things that I'm scared to cringe. You hope not to it's cringe. It's so uncomfortable sometimes. Get ready to get your hopes yeah.
1: crushed. <laughs> but yeah, um, um, yeah.
0: The second I think the second time that I that I had doubts was not too long ago. Uh I had a doubt I had doubts that my voice acting skills were good enough. Because mm. uh again, it's just a lot to do with character types. Once again I tried doing Uh, This happened in Attack on Titan Season 2, but I tried doing a scene from there.
1: Uh And
0: I I, I stripped down the audio already. I made the script. I went went up here to record. And as I was trying to record my lines, I could not nail the character's voice. I couldn't do it. And I beat myself up with it because I wasted all that time. And this happened twice already. I wasted all that time stripping down this audio. It takes a lot of work. And then I couldn't do it after all, so I, did I waste my time at the time? I I thought so back then, but then I realized okay, now I know what what I can't do. Now that I know what I can't uh-huh. do, I'll try my best to find something that isn't that, and which is baritone to basses. I really can't do baritones to bases. I'm a tenor guy, so I could probably voice every shonen, but I can't voice every seinen uh, hero. You know. Mm. The, the, the voices that they sound like this i can't sustain
1: this
0: (laughs) how i speak now is probably how i can it's what i can sustain Uh for like 10 hours
1: yeah yeah you get over it
0: you get over it it, really Uh, you you just come to learn about yourself that okay maybe this is something i can't do because remember you you don't have to be able to do everything you Mm. can do everything but you, you, you don't have to strive for it there you have there again there's such thing as called strengths and weaknesses that everyone has this just happened to be a weakness that i discovered late but the point is i discovered it and finally i know what to do now and that's i think that's how people should get by over obstacles you know this is a weakness okay i need to get over this weakness i need to find out what how i can bypass this weakness and you get resourceful you get really resourceful over time you know when when you're faced with these things. in school alone, man. I mean, how many times have you have you have you messed up and then you've, 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 you've found, you 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 find you found your way. You right. You find you found your way. Uh just to be able to uh get through. Thesis alone is one big example, but you got other mini projects, right? Like that mm. that
1: that kind of uh setting. Yeah, yeah. Uh Kaet paraan legal or illegal. Just kidding. Legal just kidding. or illegal. In- well, <laughs> depends what you see as illegal. It's, it's within the is bounds of the pirating software.
0: Hand is pirating software illegal? I don't think the school oh. cares. Oh.
1: You, you the assume school. the school doesn't pirate also.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, you're right. I didn't even. Yeah. That's true. That's true.
1: As a com art student, you you should like, like you should like have an inside knowledge. I mean, <laughs> even
0: uh, uh, I'm not going to give names but even even in my Ooh. course, yeah, people people really share like, whenever you ask in a group chat, hey, guys, can I have a copy of Adobe Illustrator? And then someone almost always has a Google Drive of it. Yeah. Like yeah. Of, an, of an installer. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I didn't know. This is like a network. It's like a black market, but you're not Does paying
1: for not? anything. Does DLSU give uh, We
0: things? do not give. But oh, you do no, have, no, in we. our course, they do not give. But in in um, in, in one of our rooms in school san miguel building we have a room that's dedicated to editing editing mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and
1: uh
0: yeah that has editing software but but you have it, to. Be it's there. free to use you have to be there you have to go to school just to do it you know that's the thing uh yeah. why would you do that if you if you need to stay at home right there are many reasons for you to stay at home so why would you go all the way to school just to? there edit?
1: are many reasons for you to stay at home most relevant now <laughs> most, most but, yeah. relevant now so let's pivot into Ugh. like, you know, like uh, your beliefs. Like, are you a religious person? Because sometimes the meaning of life is like muddled in philosophy and religion and what people believe in. I don't. It's so, hard
0: to separate the two really. Yeah, yeah
1: it really is. No? So are you like religious and do you believe in like some higher being, some higher something or something out there that is beyond our reach? Do you, do you buy into that? Do you like debunk that in your mind?
0: You know uh you I, I, we I think we've monitored it long enough you knew me when i was hyper religious you mm-hmm. knew me when i was hyper religious uh, and obviously that implies that i'm not religious anymore but the question that do i believe in a higher being i want to say i'd like to believe in one mm-hmm. cuz life is so much mean? better when you think i mean think about it life is so much better when you think about there's someone up there like what uh, not well not, not not necessarily watching over us but the cause of everything if you if you if you if you acknowledge that there's a cause for everything that none of this everything has a reason uh you kind of feel better it's it's much more uh it's a good feeling to feel you know like okay this this life has a point everything has a point there's a reason for this that we don't understand. As compared to there is no god, there is no reason for us being here. Everything is just a coincidence. It's so yeah. defeatist and pessimistic that it 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 really just makes you depressed. I'm I when I uh, when I stopped being religious and that was around after after high school. I graduated high school. I I I bumped into I I bumped into articles and mm-hmm. my brother, my brother was taking a philosophy class, and he gave me some of his readings, and I, I just read through it, and I was like, "Damn!" Have, my whole world just came crashing down. And I'm not even joking when I say, uh, I had an existential crisis, because be me like that, a hyper-religious person uh, that has preached to people about about Catholic God, has led Catholic prayers, and and uh, fervently been to church. You know, I like go, I, I, I I remotely, uh, I at the very least uh, appreciated going to church because, you know, uh, food for the soul, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But then when I found, when I read those readings, my brother gave me, it it all just came crashing down. I just, I realized how much I disliked uh, going to church because I was lazy. And uh, the only part I really listened to at church was the homily. That's it. I literally show up to to church back then just to listen to the homily. Yeah. And uh, I kind of ignore most of it. I fall asleep through most of it. And, you know, and, and um, I, I don't I want to th- I want to say that I believe in a higher being, but it's such wishful thinking on my part. I don't want to be disingenuous, you know, like it's, it's such a cop. I don't want to be such a cop out where I say, you know what, I'm going to believe in a God just because it makes me feel better about the world and what I live in, the cruel world that I live in, that everything happens for a reason. But at the same time, there are so many arguments that counter that. So many. Yeah. So I can't really pinpoint what I truly believe in, but I will say this: that it's a never-ending. It's a never-ending debate, and uh, I actually don't like talking about this because it's a never-ending debate. There is no one. No one is going to give in, no matter Mm -hmm. which side you're on. No one's going to give in when you have this kind of conversation. And um, it wasn't. I had. There was a time that that was a time that I I wanted to shoot myself. That that's no joke. I mean. When your whole world goes crashing down like that, you just think to yourself, "Does life even have meaning anymore? Does 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 any of this have any meaning anymore?" And you're you're stuck with the, this kind of uh thinking that uh, uh, everything you do is pointless. It wasn't until I I think it was the following that my my first year of college where I encountered uh, yeah you know Albert Camus right the the philosopher Albert mm. Camus. He's probably my favorite philosopher.
1: It's Camus. I thought I always thought it was C- Camus or something. It's, Camus. He's French. He's French eh.
0: Camus. He's Camus because I, th- I, I think it's uh, French. And that's yeah, why yeah. it's pronounced Camus. Yeah, but Albert Camus. Mm-hmm. Albert Camus um, basically said, uh, don't kill yourself because you're going to lose. You're giving in. If you kill yourself, that means you've lost uh, basically the game. The game of life where... Um, life is inherent he, he says that life is in life is pointless it's absurd uh that um uh, as human beings we try to ration, we have this need to give order to things to give things reason to give mm-hmm. things rationality but the mm-hmm. world is inherently irrational there are things that there's a finite number of things that uh we as humans can only understand the rest is incomprehensible that's what he said basically and when I was going to that phase of, uh, of crisis, I read that when he said, don't kill yourself. This isn't verbatim, but he basically said, don't kill yourself. Otherwise, you lose. You've lost it. Um, you know, well, by the way, if, if I always one of the arguments I always bring up to myself is that if there is a God, he probably doesn't care about us. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I that's something I come to terms with. Like, you know what? If there is a God, at the very least, he probably doesn't care about us. We're probably like a sandbox to him where he just watches us. Like he's created us, but he's w- just watching things unfold. He's not really hands-on with it. He's just watching us. Uh, in, and I think, you know, with that in mind, even if God doesn't care about us, I can give the universe the middle finger just by continuing to live. Because if I lose, if I if I kill myself, that's just admitting I lost. I lost to the irrationality of this world. But I don't want that. Besides, uh, I always thought to myself, dying is boring. Because it, it it's probably just black to me. It's probably just black. When you're dead, yeah. it's probably just black. And that's so boring compared Actually, to life.
1: My what I think of that is like you you never knew or you don't know what what it was before you were born. Like it's it's yeah, nothing. Yeah. It's not even it's yeah, not yeah, even yeah. it's not a glimpse, not a it's just bam, you, you're born yeah. and then you have these memories. And then I think I'm not sure of course no one is sure but what makes us stop to believe that the end of life is different from the beginning of life if we were not born yet and then we are snuffed out of existence um it's a puzzle really it's a puzzle it's an unsolvable puzzle because once yeah, you yeah, find yeah, yes. out the answer you can't go back to tell the tale it's yeah um
0: it's uh, it's it's interesting too because uh excuse me because um uh even if uh, even if you think about how the world began and everything that's come to this point there mm-hmm. is a bo- there was a possibility where you and i could have not existed oh yeah we're basically sure. right we're, we could have not existed and that helps the that helps with the idea that you know what this life is just coincidental it's 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 point it's utterly pointless which brings me to the which brings me to my like statement, sorry, really, that life is what you give it. Life is life. Is, life's meaning is what you give it. We all have our strengths or weaknesses, and then we hone that and we we build ourselves continuously until to which point the point of our death. Because it's a lot better than killing yourself. Killing yourself is um uh I, w- I would I would it would say is definitely the the biggest admittal of uh, failure. Uh, as a person you know what i I don't think this life is worth living there's no point to everything uh this is this is of of course under the assumption that you just think life is pointless this is under the assumption that you have mental health issues that's a different story yeah. uh but yeah the, if I came to that point and i i gotta tell you it was so bad that i don't I never want to come back to that and I'm quite satisfied with the idea that there probably is a god but he just doesn't care about us and it 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 uh it helps you think to them okay at least. We know that there's a cause for this, whole, the whole universe. But I don't like to think of him as God. I don't like to, I, I mean, I don't like to praise it, it as God. Because mm. for all we know, he could just be like. He could just he be is- like a ball, like a, like a, he couldn't be humanoid, you know? There's a a ball of energy, humanoid. something like that. He's just a ball of energy, something like that. He could be like yeah. that. He could be like a, an, an, uh, a huge eye, uh, invisible eye in the universe, you know? we. It's sour on we don't it. really know. We only think he. Yeah, he could be. He could look like Sauron for all we know. He, in fact, you know, my my favorite, my favorite um, apparition of the angel is that. Mm-hmm. It? Is that the, the 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 energy ball thing with the spirals? And then they yeah. all the spirals have eyes. Have you seen that? I think that's I don't my think favorite. I have. Uh, you should look that up. Like version. I forgot what version of an angel that is, but I think it appears in the Book of Revelation, the Catholic Bible. Mm. So it's kind of. It, it. I find it cool. Like you know what. Uh, The only reason we think that he's that God is humanoid and is a guy, for all the we are human. Is because of paintings, yeah, paintings that in media back in the day they portrayed him as a
1: white bearded man,
0: and uh, he could be a woman for all we know, man. Like honestly, he could be a woman, yeah, for all we know. He could be androgynous for all we know.
1: Yeah, I highly doubt he was white because he was in like he 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 lived in like the Middle East, right? He's like yeah, he probably looked.
0: Well, if, if God favored the, the Middle Eastern nations back in the Bible, I mean, he probably would look Middle Eastern, wouldn't he? But that, again, we can't really prove that. anything. Hmm. Even if I say he probably looks like a ball of energy, we still can't prove that.
1: And um, let alone Hyper, his existence. Hyper-religious people would contradict you on that point?
0: What would they say you think?
1: I don't know. Like, uh, the Bible is historically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> As yeah, you know
0: I, yeah th- i just remember you know i don't like t- this is the kind of conversation i said it before like uh-huh. earlier, this is a conversation i don't like having at all not even yeah. with not even honestly not even with you guys like this i only, I only talked about because you were like hey let's make a podcast you know what fine I'll, mm-hmm. let's talk about it we can this is a nice environment for it but in a normal conversation where there's no recording i wouldn't want to talk about this stuff because first off you're going to step on someone's toes yeah, you are. You One are. way or another, you're gonna step on someone's toes. Like no matter how silly you guys can get, you're gonna step on someone's toes, and it's quite taboo, especially where we live, to talk about God in this way. In a higher mm-hmm. being, you know what? My 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 mom would always, when my mom, my parents found out that 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 mm-hmm. uh, my brother and I aren't religious anymore, they freaked yeah. out like so bad. But they uh, they were. My mom was always going on about, and my dad also actually, he was also always going on about there is a higher B like he, they would always say the, this universe is the way it is. You think that, do you honestly think that, do I honestly think that there is no reason for it? Like the design of everything. And I think this is the mm. intellectual design argument where these things are all coming into play. Like all the things are connected because someone designed it. So because God deemed it. So, and uh, the other argument they give me is that, uh, to argue that there is no God would be to discredit all the beautiful things that are happening in life and all the meaning that has been put into it. And to that, I say, isn't that kind of wishful thinking? I mean, you basically, Mm -hmm. they're basically trying to rationalize God's existence just to make sense of the world. And this is what Camus said about that. He called it philosophical suicide where you submit to just irrational, you submit the flimsy arguments for the sake of making sense of the world you know and he called that he called it philosophical suicide and he again he would always say just admit that the world does not make sense but we are we will but damn it we will continue living it because uh screw the world for what it is you know i was born into it i'm not gonna kill myself just because i was born into this cruel world i will live
1: against the myth of
0: Sisyphus. i'm sure you know that what that is right
1: yeah yeah that that, that, that's rolling the boulder endlessly
0: yeah, you have to imagine Sisyphus happy, which I think is uh one of the <laughs> one of the cleverest things that mm. I've ever heard for for to say about a guy that's been pushing a boulder for all eternity. You know, we're ba- we're all Sisyphus, one way or another. This world is irrational, and none of it makes sense. But you know what? I'm just gonna say, I believe that there's a higher being, but he doesn't really care. He just watches us for some reason. He gets off on it. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, he gets off on it. Probably, I guess. I it's mean, how would, it, it's no different from when you're playing a, a sandbox video game, mm-hmm. like uh, I don't know Sims, and, and you're you just, just watching decide these to flood people. it. Yeah, you decide to flood it. And, you know, uh, but that's a different argument too. Like uh, we're not even talking mm-hmm. about how, why, why, why I don't think uh, the specifics of why I didn't think God existed. Like why I made yeah. my why I made my turn to the dark
1: side. You know, the dark side, quote, unquote, the dark side, quote, unquote. But yeah. since you talked about Sisyphus, I, my my thoughts on that was like, um, if I could really talk to Sisyphus, I tell him since since he pushes the boulder endlessly on to t- to to go on top of the mountain, you know, every day he should just chip away at the boulder so that one day it breaks. Um, kind of like what Andy Dufresne did in Shawshank Redemption, if you watch that. But oh yeah, i
0: watch watched that, man.
1: I think it's an al- analogy to life. I mean, we can't expect uh, life to agree with what we do. We can't expect it to bend over and just one day have the boulder rolling to the other side of the mountain. I think it's a, it's a gritty process of chipping away at the rock. Like, every day is just another chip. Every day is another voice strain for you to get better every day is another yeah, yeah. word that we write that's a
0: good point yeah that's that's yeah. true that's a good that's a good argument yeah
1: we, it's it's it's, admit a, it. it's a hard it's a hard life like the like the boulder is hard but it, that doesn't mean we can't we can't get through the mountain
0: do you, yeah, yeah do you, do you think that there's a higher being out there oh uh, yeah, I think, yeah
1: in resignation yes because we can't really prove uh, one way or the other we can
0: right? yeah we can prove or disprove that's what's annoying about it yeah really that's what's annoying. annoying about it
1: that's why all answers are technically accepted because there is no set definite answer so every side would have like oh I'm correct because you can't prove this or I'm correct and you can't prove this but in resignation I do believe there is some higher being because if it's just a matter of preference I would prefer there it to be a higher being because w- what you said yeah I mean it's I think easier. everyone would prefer it's easier it's to easier live life to when have you, when you know what it yeah. is Yeah.
0: But like, again, you're, yeah. we're, kind, we're kind of dismissing all rationality when we do that. I mean, the only I, the, the, that's why I came to the conclusion that the only rational possibility for there is to be a God, that he's not perfect, that he's probably an asshole that doesn't care. And uh, that makes much more sense, at least. At least I know there's a mm-hmm. God, right? <laughs> Even if he doesn't care, at least I know there is one. There is a reason for all this, at least, as compared to the having no reason. But I'm quite comfortable having no reason whatsoever because... Can put it as can put it? Just give life a middle finger. I, I'm quite satisfied
1: i would I would gladly give life a middle finger. So in like ending this podcast, you know, we've rambled on uh, before we like separate ways, um, one thing I'd like to ask you is, what's the most important lesson you've ever learned in life? or what for you is like the one thing you think everyone else should know, but they uh, but you think like people don't focus much on um, for you?
0: Um. Hmm. top of my head really I think um,
1: yeah go ahead man
0: you uh, take take responsibility for for things I think a lot of us are too afraid to own up to mistakes and mm-hmm. that you know when you own up to mistakes you don't have to be so hard at yourself either you can admit them and be strong about it you can be strong when you when you admit that you've made a mistake and also and also that there is a difference between committing um mm-hmm. you know what I mean there's a difference between the two and uh you can you can almost associate that with hurting someone or making a mistake that cost you something and um the point is you you just you gotta stop pulling the victim card and take more responsibility for the things that you've done because only then will you actually learn uh went from your mistakes when you acknowledge them i mean yeah you know cliche you when you acknowledge your mistakes, you will be able to figure out what your weaknesses are what your strengths are and that 's what i've been saying since the beginning Like you, you everyone has strengths and weaknesses, you hone them you you figure out what they are over the course of your life, and you never really truly stop you know it's it's always it 's always continuous for everyone and uh yeah i think I think people should not be afraid to own up to that
1: yeah definitely sharing the same sentiments um responsibility is a scary thing for most people because it begets taking accountability it begets um having your shoulders bear the brunt of the failure or the success you know
0: um yeah when you when you try to when you try to brush it off as like someone else's fault when you try to brush it off at someone else's fault or you put the blame on someone else or something, and it's abstract. Like you were late to work because of the traffic, but you know you could have just said, "There's a way to do it." You know, when 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 you come home late to work, you could you could say, uh, "Sorry na na traffic ako, di ko alam and, yeah. na traffic ako, na late ako Or you could say, "Sorry, hindi ko na anticipate yung traffic, nakalimutan ko." that w- one line the second line is much more powerful than the other because it, you're clearly taking responsibility like okay i forgot I'm sorry i forgot to... I forgot to take account for the traffic as compared to na traffic ako. Oh, theres there's a difference between the two statements, and people need to do more of that That way people are less annoying you know like how many times have you had to work with group yeah. members and they said, "I'm ah, sorry padre, internet ko?
1: oh too many times. <laughs>
0: Oh, sorry, bro. Oh, yeah, sorry. I
1: forgot. Sorry. sorry, bro. I have errands, bro. I'm sorry, sorry, bro. I was out. I can't help with the yeah. PowerPoint. You
0: know, a lot of it has to do with how they say it. When they say, sorry, sorry bro. bro, my errands pala ako. You, know, you could just say, sorry, ah, sorry, hindi ko na nagawa. I'll make up for it right now. I'll do work for it, man. But no, no. Oh, it it
1: ended sorry, bro. It it. Opens and ends at sorry, bro.
0: With sorry, bro. No, uh, no, <laughs> no accountability. Yeah, my God, you know. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, that's that's the shindig. That's the shindig.